0: This is the Sofully Casual Podcast, hosted by Matty Ice. And now, your host, Matty Ice. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sofully Casual Podcast, hosted by Matty Ice, and as always, brought to you by Matty Ice Media. Another week, another Monday. It's inevitable, isn't it, folks? We just can't seem to get away from the day Monday. Obviously, it happens every week. We dread it every week. But i don't think it necessarily has to be a dreaded day to be perfectly honest with you i think it's difficult especially if you're coming off the kind of weekend that i had where here in the dmv instead of oppressive heat oppressive humidity we had some more summery weather like you know a little bit warmer in california able to go to the pool uh, not feel like we're being absolutely drowned out by the heat that you couldn't go out it's funny summertime generally tends to be a better time of year emotionally at least for most people. I think it depends on where you live, of course, but for me, uh, it generally tends to be better because the seasonal depression doesn't hit me as hard. Um, for some, you know, there's no such thing as seasonal depression and you kind of feel the same way at all times of the year. But here in the DMV, the summertime generally tends to be a mixed bag of emotions mainly because it's summertime you can wear less clothes shorts more comfortable and you can go out and do things you feel so much more guilty spending time indoors which is the antithesis of the winter time however you do go outside here in the dmv making some concessions if you will without taking some risks Uh, we get high heat into the high 90s and we also get humidity into the unbearable regions of the humidity scale and so sometimes it makes going out an endeavor that is involving a few clothes changes because of the type of sweating that you're doing. However, when you're coming off the weekend that we had here, was nice, eating outside, just comfortable. It's really, really difficult to get into a Monday because you just want to kind of live through all of that. You want to keep going with that momentum. And, um, you know, Monday sometimes can be inspirational. And I think sometimes we look to the news outlets to kind of give us that inspiration. A lot of times we look to people in our lives right we look to people that we look up to our parents perhaps uh you know our spouse even our kids maybe some friends there's so many great things that happen over the course of the human existence that i think don't go as noted as so many of the bad things and when i look at the news outlets that we have specifically like your morning news shows uh, and i call them news shows loosely because if we really look at the today show what it is we're seeing is a form of entertainment That's really what they're looking for. They're looking for viewership. They're looking for clicks and they're putting some little nuggets in there that are sort of giving you the news, uh, but it's giving you a very watered down version of the news. And in between they're hitting you with all the nice things like the celebrities, the musicians, right? Things like that. And I'm not pooping necessarily on the Today Show. Uh, I think that it has its place in American society, right? A lot of people like it, they get good vibes from it. And that's ultimately a good thing. One of the things that news outlets in general were talking about last week was the story about Jeff Bezos, and it was Jeff Bezos going to space, essentially. Um, It was presented to us in many outlets as a very positive thing. There's a lot of good vibes, right? People were talking to Jeff Bezos in awe, in awe of what he did, not only going to space, uh, but possibly opening the door for citizens like myself to potentially go into space and be able to do space travel so to speak Uh, he brought some people with him and one of them I think was like a 73 year old woman or or something like that I don't have all the details in front of me Uh, but we were presented this story as a feel-good story as something that we were supposed to get the good vibes from and sort of send us into the week so to speak uh, with some good feeling Uh, I got the exact opposite feeling from it one of the things about Jeff Bezos that is incredible to me is the Empire that he has built at Amazon I don't deny the business prowess that the man has in terms of the empire that he has built. Um, Some would say that he killed bookstores because I remember Amazon being solely a place to get books. Uh, Now it is a place where you can get everything. I will be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I order from Amazon weekly, multiple times a week. Uh, During the pandemic, it absolutely saved our lives as far as being new parents Uh, The world was shut down. We were able to get groceries through Amazon fresh, right? Uh, Being up in the middle of the night made it a lot easier to get delivery times because like everybody else, we were struggling to find the things that we needed. Uh, The world was a completely chaotic place and Amazon was there to help people uh, get the things that they needed and honestly also get things that they didn't need. If we go back and look at my Amazon purchase lists, uh, you'll find a lot of things that we probably didn't need. Ironically, one of the things that's on that list Uh, is this microphone that I'm speaking into now, an Amazon.com purchase. So Amazon has done a lot of good in terms of accessibility of many different types of products throughout the country. So if you need something, Amazon has it. And you know you can get it very, very quickly, even if you don't need it today, right? You can get it in two days. Sometimes you can get it the same day. Um, The paradigm of how they are giving you products the accessibility of the products is unprecedented and it only continues to grow their footprint in the american consumer space only continues to grow but one of the questions that we haven't really asked enough of is at what cost right when you see these big businesses booming when you see places like walmart get bigger when targets go in it's usually at the expense of small local businesses one of the narratives during the pandemic was how local businesses were at a complete loss and a lot of them Many of them weren't able to come back from it. They had to shut their doors for good. And not just businesses that started right before the pandemic. Long established eateries, long established stores, places that had been in, woven into the fabric of their neighborhoods for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, even longer. They had to shut their doors because unfortunately, the pandemic did not allow for those businesses to stay open in many regards. Uh, the business type really made you know some difference. Were they able to adapt? Obviously, if you had some type of an eatery or a culinary establishment, it allowed you to uh, you know, change things on the fly a little bit quicker. You could become delivery based. You could do curbside pickup, things of this nature. And if you could accommodate outdoor seating after a while, you obviously were able to shift during the pandemic in order to keep yourself afloat. But obviously, if you have other types of businesses that require a more in-person space or a more in-person interaction, your business was very, very limited when we were limiting in-person re- in- interactions. Uh, the federal government really didn't do a whole lot to help small businesses. And if they did anything, it was much too late in the game. So what we see is a paradigm shift. And then you add on top of it, Amazon kind of you know, making their footprint even bigger during the pandemic, taking over a lot of what we consider our go-to retail spaces. I mean, right now in our neighborhood, we had another grocery store put in. We have a Wegmans, we have a Safeway, we have a Giant. Now we have an Amazon Fresh. So Amazon is now getting into the grocery game as a brick and mortar establishment. You're starting to see these pop up more and more. So Jeff Bezos has not only killed bookstores if you think about it, but he's starting to kill a lot of other local businesses as well. And now Jeff Bezos is going into space or he has successfully sent people into space going himself as well. And I find myself asking the question of why should I care, right? It's presented to me as something that should make me feel good. And I'm sure for some people, it's a cool thing to think about regular people, non-astronauts going to space. I can totally understand geeking out over something like that. Uh, As somebody, when I was a kid who was so fascinated with the ocean and fascinated with space, it always blew my mind that we didn't do enough to learn about outer space. The relative unknown about how large it is was something that always piqued my interest it still piques my interest to this day I have this theory that there has to be other life outside of the life that is on planet earth because as a statistician by trade the probability that there isn't is just far too great like you can't even I don't know there's part of my brain that says to myself if the universe is infinitely large how is it possible that we're the only ones like what is the statistical probability of that so I'm always intrigued by space because of the relative unknown of it But what this story presented to me was a man who has killed a lot of local establishments. Uh, His workplace has been seen as toxic at at best. Uh, There's a lot of people who work for Amazon who don't have favorable things to say. And I think it depends on where you work. I think that if you have a corporate job, right? If you have a desk job, a more quote unquote white collar job, perhaps Amazon seems much more uh, appealing to you as a place to work. I assume you probably get paid very well, you have good benefits, and you don't see a lot of the toxicity that seems to exist in other places. And I'm thinking about the warehouses where these products are going to, right? Things like this, where I assume, and have seen articles about people who are mistreated, overworked, abused, and physically and emotionally abused and physically, right, being overworked and mentally in the same capacity. And so Jeff Bezos also doesn't pay any taxes. As an owner of a corporation, The tax code allows him and other people like him, so it's not just him. Uh, And it's also not a rich person problem in a lot of senses because in my mind, they are playing the system. It's kind of one of those don't hate the player, hate the game scenarios. Like, obviously you want people who make as much money as Jeff Bezos to give back to this country, to help generate revenue for this country, but they are under no obligation to given the current tax code. They're going to use the tax code to their advantage. And until we make it less able To do so, they're going to continue to exploit the loopholes and continue to exploit the tax code to the highest maximum ability, right? And that's what we look toward politicians to do. We look to the politicians to make these rich people accountable and have them help contribute to the revenue generation of this country. So Jeff Bezos doesn't pay taxes. Well, guess what? He also made so much money last year. I don't have the figure in front of me. It doesn't really matter. He was making something like $30,000 a second, something astronomical like that. Right, so revenue generation, profit retaining is not something that Jeff Bezos has had any issue with, pandemic or otherwise. As a matter of fact, he has actually had a better business during the pandemic than he ever did beforehand. He is so rich that he is able to get divorced, give away half his fortune, and still be the richest man in the world. But then we start to look at what is Jeff Bezos given back now. I don't think we can necessarily look at one singular donation of X amount of money and say, well, he makes this much, he should be giving X amount. I can kind of understand why these things need to stay relative because obviously, if $200,000 is a very small amount of money to him, you know, if you look at what I were to give to charity, perhaps relatively speaking, it would be somewhat of a similar amount. I mean, there's no way that I could give to the same magnitude of that. Like I don't have $200,000 to give, but Jeff Bezos obviously has a lot more. But it's more the fact that across the board, what has Jeff Bezos done for society? So obviously you can make an argument that he has bettered society by having more accessible goods to more people across the country. However, what has that been at the expense of, right? So here we are presented with the story of Jeff Bezos goes to space. And I think to myself, this is just a rich person doing something that rich people do. And in my mind, when I look at the benefit that this could have, To the society around us, I really don't see one. So good for you, Jeff Bezos. You sent people to space, you went to space, and you were able to spend your own money to create a rocket ship that, quite frankly, looked like a dick, right? No offense, but it looked like a dick. Uh, And you were able to go into space, have a good time, uh, expose people to different levels of radiation, because as my brother would tell me as a pilot, uh, anybody who travels, and is a pilot or travels regularly um, is going to be exposed to that and therefore it's going to have lasting effects as we get older, right? So Jeff Bezos does rich people things and it's presented to me in a way that's supposed to make me feel good. Well, it doesn't make me feel good because what it does is get me thinking about all of the other plights that we have on human society in America and how we are not putting nearly the kind of uh, resources and mind space into helping to alleviate them. So think about a few things. So the first thing I think about is diseases, right? Parkinson's disease is is a good one. We have almost nothing that we can do for people who are diagnosed with Parkinson's. Uh, Similar with ALS, Alzheimer's. These are diseases that people get and they slowly deteriorate and wither away and until they die. We have to watch this happen, right? We have to watch the people that we love, the people around us suffer. Uh, In some cases, they lose their complete mind. They forget who we are. They lose bodily functions, right? They lose mobility. They lose freedom, true freedom, right? Like we think about freedom now with this vaccine and think, well, it's my freedoms to be able to go out and get not get the vaccine. And that is certainly your right to do so. But true freedom is being able to actually get up and go get that vaccine. To refuse to go get it because you know who you are. You are of sound mind to be able to make a decision of this type. Somebody who has Alzheimer's doesn't get that right they don't they're not afforded that luxury anymore because their brain stops working the way yours does somebody with ALS somebody could be healthy as an ox as they would say strong as a bull and then they're withered away to nothing so their body just is a shell of themselves mentally and physically cancer is the same thing it's right it it eats away at so many people's cells so many people's lives and the impact of that is you know long-lasting it has repercussions Everybody listening to this has probably known somebody who's died of cancer. We all maybe can't relate to somebody who has Parkinson's, but we certainly know who Michael J. Fox is, right? Michael J. Fox has been living with Parkinson's disease publicly for a very long time. He's probably defying the odds. I know people who have Parkinson's in my personal life. They're getting worse and worse every day. Even though they're in good spirits, they're still doing their job. You can see it. You can see they're getting worse. And we as a society have done nothing for them. The Jeff Bezos of the world, who could probably fund campaigns to find cures for these, or at least better remedies for these, so that maybe these people don't just have a death sentence and deteriorate and die. They get a little bit better, a little bit of a quality of life. People like Jeff Bezos can make that happen, right? And people like anybody that's rich. Vince McMahon, for instance, owner of the WWE, one of the best wrestling promoters of our time, one of the best businessmen of our generation made more money during the pandemic than WWE has ever made in their life cycle. But yet they cut wrestlers, they ended careers, they ended income streams, and they said it was because of cost cutting. But yet they're making the biggest profits they've ever made. Rich people can make a lot of things happen. I don't fault them for being rich, right? I fault them for being a part of a system that essentially rewards that kind of behavior. Capitalism rewards that kind of behavior. It's what keeps our economy going. They buy a lot of of things, they generate a lot of money, they own a lot of businesses that we, the little people, if you will, uh, benefit from. But how much are they giving back? For every Jeff Bezos story going to space, how many other things happen in the course of everyday life that we don't even know about? Bob Craft gets purchased a car from other rich people and it is presented to me as a human interest piece because Jay-Z teamed up with other people who have just as much money as he does to buy him a car. This man funded an entire NFL stadium by writing a check. He's that rich. He can pay for a stadium on his own, but yet he's too cheap to actually get call girls or escorts to come on a private airplane. He has to go to a strip mall. How much is he giving back to the community? And sure, you can say that he's done a lot for certain things, right? He seems to be out there in terms of race, race issues, social justice. What's he doing behind the scenes? Is he giving to the Trump campaign or did he give to the Trump campaign, right? These things are very, very important. These companies, these rich people, they have a platform that we don't have. They have the ability to fund endeavors that we don't have. Any of us who have had a family member with cancer, who either has watched them suffer through the treatments or has watched them die from the treatment or the disease. We don't have the ability to fund that. My grandfather died in 2002 from pancreatic cancer, which is nearly a death sentence. And that's what we found out Bobby Bowden has, former coach of the Florida State Seminoles. I can't fund a campaign to help bring him back. I can't fund a campaign to help find a cure. Sure, I can donate to Cancer Society, I can donate to say the Jimmy V Fund, but I can't do it by myself. Jeff Bezos made enough money during the pandemic that he probably could fund a campaign on just the profits from 2020 alone and still be the richest man in the world. But what does he choose to do? He chooses to send people to space, He chooses to ride a rocket ship dick to space. And I'm supposed to feel good about that. I'm supposed to feel good about rich people getting to do rich people things while the rest of us not necessarily suffer. There's a lot of people who are suffering. But while the rest of us watch all of these other things take place, I even put a lot of it on the federal government. Think about how motivated we were for this COVID-19 vaccine. I'm somebody who took the vaccine because I believe that it's the best thing for me. And I believe it's the best thing for the people around me. I don't have a skepticism of what went into it because i've taken many vaccines that have been effective throughout my whole life we've seen polio eradicated right we've seen things like that eradicated we've seen the flu still kill people but at least get better so we have seen these vaccines do good things so the motivation is not misguided necessarily it's a good thing that we were motivated to get a vaccine but why are we not motivated to stop being having poison be the only thing that we can do for cancer patients, right? Think about it. Cancer has been in our conscious mind space probably for the last 40 years, at least really, really out there. Beforehand, it was almost taboo to talk about getting sick, but nowadays we're very out front with it because we have to be. And are we motivated to get cures? I don't know if we are, because where's the money? What do the insurance companies stand to gain from a cure? Nothing. The cure is not the, the, the answer right the money is made in the medicine the treatment and it makes you wonder all of these rich people that are out there not just jeff bezos but this is the most recent story of a rich person doing rich people things that has been lauded as some big huge accomplishment you know what happens if they all pool their money together right they stop thinking about themselves singularly for one minute and think about the society around them and they help scientists medicine become motivated right companies to become motivated to find better treatments for Parkinson's, find better treatments and possible cures for Alzheimer's, ALS, so we don't have to do ice bucket challenges anymore. Those things are nice, but what are they really doing? They're raising money, and ultimately, we don't see anything in terms of progress. We need to be more motivated for this stuff. And when I see people like Jeff Bezos continuing to gain more and more money, bigger and bigger footprints, killing more and more small businesses, while also seeing the rest of us suffer through these diseases that could possibly be eradicated or at least highly alleviated by their resources and their motivation. It just kind of pisses me off because we as a society are not better off for it. And if there's one thing that I always talk about in the show, it's that we need to start thinking about other people, our society and try to do things that are bettering ourselves that can also benefit society so if you have the ability to fund something like this if you have the ability to motivate through your dollars through your resources through your platform then you should be doing it and if this episode only gets out to a handful of people but it motivates one of you that's all it takes one of you then i think i've done my job with this platform which is really really small compared to jeff bezos right compared to vince mcmahon but it's a platform nonetheless and I'm going to use it responsibly. So hope everybody had a great Monday. Think about what I said, right? Think about what I said. Every time you order from Amazon, think about your are lining the pockets of Jeff Bezos. And I'm not telling you to not buy from Amazon. But just remember exactly what this man is doing with his money, his clout, and his privilege. He's going to space on a rocket dick. And that's not what we should be doing. What you should be doing is clicking subscribe on this. Rating and reviewing, it really means a lot to me to see those reviews come in. Uh, let me know what I'm doing well. Let me know what I'm not doing well. Visit MattyEyesMedia.com for not only this show, but the manual, Cotton in the Rocket Ship, Political Football, Dripping Sports with Matty Ice, that's me. Right? All that other stuff. We're doing a lot of stuff at Matty Ice Media, and I want to continue to highlight all of it. Because we're family, and honestly, I just want to continue to allow my friends and the family at Matty Ice to get better and better and better. So take some time to do that. If you want to talk to me personally, Soulfully Casual Podcast on Instagram, you can also find Maddie Ice on Facebook. Send me a friend request, send me a DM. I'm always willing to chat and I'm always willing to have guests on the show to banter and contemplate life with. So hope everybody has a great rest of your Monday. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Stay safe. Peace. Sofully Casual is exclusively owned by Matty Ice and is brought to you by Matty Ice Media.